ESPN, ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. Welcome in. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA, a day after Turkey Day. Um, hopefully everybody out there was winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, or I should say turkey dinner, right, Tyler? We got Tyler Ooh, and Rebecca who dinner. are producing turkey dinner, my friend. Uh, first, and for- first and foremost, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a great Thanksgiving in-, in L.A.? I did, yeah. We had a great time. We went to my wife's uh, family's house, mm-hmm. and uh, the food was killer. So good. Ooh, that's so nice. So good. How's yours? Because that, that really that makes it. That makes it. Oh, when, it's, when it's the, food when, or bust. There's nothing. For there's there's nothing worse. Two things. There's nothing worse when the food sucks and you lose yeah. your gambling bets <laughs> oh, yeah. on Turkey Day. There is nothing worse. Big so truth. um so I, I was I was thumbs up on in in both categories. So awesome. my mother my mother came to visit me uh, in New York from from Miami. And so uh, she hasn't been up here in quite a while. Unfortunately, she she needs hip replacement, so she's in a wheelchair. Mm. So uh, so note to self. Um, uh, New York does not do handicap extremely well. So, yeah, I was going to um, say, it's got to be pretty rough yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is like the building, like, you know, this is like, you know, besides it being like the greatest city in the world. <laughs> like, I'm, su- I'm assuming you've seen Hamilton. Yes, of um, course. Yes. So uh, I know every song to every, uh, every lyric to every song to every, everything in that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite performances. Yeah, but it, it is the greatest city in the world. So but because it's so old... Um, and they're just not up with the times uh, when it comes and you don't realize it unless you're with somebody who unfortunately is, is in an, in a wheelchair. So right. listen, at the end of the day, we made the most of it. I don't want to be a negative Nelly here. It was, it was fantastic. We had a great time. We went to Broadway. We saw a show. Um, we went to go see the new black Panther. Um, we had a phenomenal, uh, uh, Thanksgiving dinner with like 30 people. We went to this beautiful, uh, brownstone in Brooklyn. It was catered. Um, and, and at the end of the day, man, I won, I, I played this, I played this, uh, this, this tur- I called it my Turkey day teaser. Nice. If you watched me, if you watch me on daily wager, uh, and if you follow me on social media, I shared, I, I, I told you what I was going to do. I shared it with everybody. Um, and, uh, of course the first game, uh, the Buffalo bills, of course, uh, going up against the lions, the lions, man, they've been unbelievable, right? Like prior to coming into that game against the Buffalo bills, they'd won three straight. They're playing so hard for Dan Campbell. So I was like, you know Without what? Without DeAndre be... Swift. Yes. Without well, Alec- Jamal, Let me tell you something. Do you know Jamal Williams leads the NFL in touchdowns in, for, for running backs? And he's also outdone his five-year tenure with Green Bay already? He's <laughs> he's just, he's he's been unbelievable. So um, I teased the Detroit Lions. I took the points and I teased them up. I want to say that I got them at like plus 15 and a half, plus 16 in some places. And then... Um, and then I had gotten wind, ooh, little insider information ooh. that the that the Giants were dealing with a stomach flu. Oh, and half the team had it last week against the Detroit Lions, and they got their butts handed to them. No pun intended. And and then they had to jump on a flight and head to Dallas and take on a Dallas team. 
Um, and the other half of the team was dealing with the stomach flu. So the, so the guys who got it the week heading into the Detroit game gave it to the dudes who didn't have it and heading into uh, the, uh, the, the Dallas game. So I teased Dallas down to minus four. And then, um, and then the final game, I just love this Patriots defense. Uh, between the Patriots defense and the Jets defense, boy, they're so good. And we saw it the previous week, right? Like 10-3, that was the final score. Yeah, Zach Wilson stinks, and that's Snoozer. why he's being benched. That's why he's being benched with the Jets. But nonetheless, I just really believe in this Patriots defense. And, uh, and, and, and it's really weird, but Kirk Cousins does not play. He's like, he's, okay, all athletes are creatures of habit, okay? I mean, we like, and, and I played professional sports. I played sports my whole life. Like, we, you know, we have to eat the same thing on game day at the same time. When we arrive to the stadium, we have the same routine. This is what we do. Anything out of the ordinary, um, you know, kind of plays around with our mindset. Yeah, it's a superstition and, thing. I've read all yes, about it. Yes, it, it's, it's superstitious as well as it, it just, it throws off our, our, our Juju. routine, yeah. our ju- exactly. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins is one of the worst quarterbacks when he plays outside of the one o'clock time start. Really? <laughs> yes, he's god awful. That's so strange. The man needs his beauty rest, I guess. I don't. He just he needs he needs that one o'clock start. That's what he needs. And so anyway, um, I tease the Patriots up to to plus nine, plus nine and a half. So that was my Turkey Day three 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 way teaser, and so and so it won. So now I'm I'm, I'm heading into Sunday and Saturday because we've got some good college games uh, with House Money. Nice. And so I know. So I'm 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 pretty excited about it, and uh, I'm looking to. And, and also, I've been dabbling in the World Cup. Full disclosure, full transparency. I don't BS anyone. I don't watch an iota of soccer ever. I'm right there ever. with you. Ever. No ever, shame ever. on this show when it comes to soccer. Ever. But I'll tell you what, Tyler, I am all in on the World Cup. Well, the I am World Cup is up. such a different beast. I am waking I am waking up at four thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, not well. only to gamble not only to gamble on the World Cup, but like I'm re- like I'm watching I'm watching the games at five o'clock in the morning. My dogs are laying in bed and they're looking at me and they're going, What do, what are we why are we up? What are we yeah, doing? I don't the dogs. Yeah. So um so I am all in on the World Cup and we've got some you know, some great matches uh, that are taking place on Saturday and Sunday. And so I'm going to have some plays for you on this show in regard to tomorrow as well as Sunday. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. But again, full disclosure, I'm not sitting here pretending to be like a, a, a World Cup soccer, you know, guru Specialist. analyst. No, but I just, I love it. I'm watching it. I'm doing a deep dive. I'm doing a lot of research and, um, and, and I'm winning. I'm, I'm not winning every single match. Uh, but, but I'm, I, I am winning. And so, um, so I've got some plays for you on Saturday and Sunday, uh, some really good, I, I like the slate this week when it comes to, uh, the NFL, there's, there's quite a few games, you know, and, and that's another thing like folks, it, it, and, and maybe, uh, I, I'm not I'm not the best person to hear this from because I typically I gamble on every game. I just because I I I like the price of admission. I like the price of entertainment, right? Like you're you're paying, you're gambling on games to enjoy the games more. And so I gamble responsibly, but I typically gamble on every game. Sure. But but you know there there are weeks where I'm looking at the slate and there's nothing I love. There's things I like. I'm like, okay, I've got a small lean here, so I'll put like a little money on it. But like, 
you know, and, and it's, and that's okay. Like there's, it's okay to, to not love a slate a week and not play any games. Like that's okay. I, I, and again, I know it's funny coming from me because I, I, I pretty much gamble on every game, but, um, but, um, but I love the slate this week. So I've got a lot of picks and a lot of plays for you, which I'm really excited about. So we'll be talking a lot of, a, a lot of NFL, um, we've got Jordan Rodriguez, who does a phenomenal job covering the Rams. Uh, she's going to be joining us in this first hour. We'll do a deep dive into what, what, what can Rams fans expect this week? No Matthew Stafford. Uh, Wolford's dealing with a neck issue. We heard Sean McVay come out and say, quote, unquote, you'll see. Everybody's anticipating Bryce Perkins. Uh, could Bryce Perkins just might be what the doctor ordered for this Rams team? The largest, uh, biggest fall from grace ever, right, in the history of any teams uh, after following a Super Bowl win. Uh, what could, could it get any worse? They're just so I stinky right now. I, I, I mean, you know, like – Let's see. Let's like like are they going to beat the Kansas City? I mean the the spread is minus 15 and a half, minus 16 in some places. It's ridiculous. Uh talk about disrespect, but is it deserving? Yeah. I mean this Rams team is is pretty god awful. So I'm actually pretty excited to see what Bryce Perkins can do. So Jordan's going to join us. We'll do a deep dive uh what what does she know in regard to what's going on with this team, especially what what possibly uh has been happening in a practice. So excited to get her on the program. I'll have my Rams and my Kansas City picks for you as well. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau is going to join us in the second hour with those Elias insights uh, that are so valuable um, when you want to pick games. Uh, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, is going to join us as well. So uh, coming right back, I'm going to have the uh, my, my my L.A. Um, Chargers as well as the Arizona picks for you in this next segment when we come back. We'll hear from Jordan. I'll have Rams in Kansas City, other NFL plays, college football, USC going up against Notre Dame. Could this be the trap game? Possibly, potentially. We'll dive into that as well as World Cup. So jam-packed show, two hours tonight. Anita Marks with you. Of course, Tyler and Rebecca producing. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Well, you should be frustrated. We just lost to a good team at home. We had the lead. Uh, weren't able to close it out. You know, that's an outstanding team that we played. And um, to not beat those guys... Um, you know, it's, it's disappointing because we felt like our, you know, our level was good enough to win, but we didn't finish plays um, in that fourth quarter uh, to to get it done. But that, that's, that group in there's got a lot of pride. You know, we've played two really tough ones in a row against two fantastic teams, and now we got to get our rest and we got to get move on. We got to go with Thanksgiving, uh, and we got to get ready for the Cardinals. Head coach Staley, of course, right there talking about um, unfortunate loss against the Kansas City Chiefs. But, hey, we're on to Arizona. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Anita Marks with you. Um, and uh, and so let's, let's, let's do a deep dive into this matchup. I'm actually really excited for this matchup. Murray's coming off of, uh, he's been, not bench, but on the bench, right? Because he's been dealing with a hamstring issue. This is an Arizona team. They look god-awful with Colt McCoy in Mexico. Now they come back. Of course, they're playing in Arizona, which they do not do well, by the way. Uh, they're actually they're worse at home than they are on the road. 
uh, which is which is really really bizarre. And of course, as we heard uh, Coach Daly say, coming off a disappointing loss to Kansas City, but an opportunity to rebound. You know, this is a Chargers team; they're still alive, they're still in the hunt, they still have an opportunity. Do they win the division? I don't think so. Obviously, uh, Kansas City, I think, will, but nonetheless, uh, can compete and try to make it into the postseason as a wild card. So let's break it down. What's going on with Arizona? Again, Murray coming back, uh, expected to play, even though he's he's dealing with some type of hamstring issue, and so. I'm I'm really curious, you know, big part as we know is, is Murray's game is how he's able to scramble. So when you've got a hamstring issue, it's not something that heals up in a week or two weeks, right? Um, so how cautious is he going to be? How much is he going to scramble? How much is he going to run with the football? Because you never want to re-injure it, let alone tear that bad boy off the bone. So we'll see what happens with them offensively. Um, I do like James Conner in this matchup for Arizona because, as we know, the Chargers, no bueno against the run. They're giving up 5.7 yards per carry to opposing running backs. So, by the way, uh, in regard to prop bets in this matchup, James Conner over under 66 and a half rushing yards. I do like the over in that matchup. Again, I think he's going to be utilized a lot because I don't expect Murray to be running the football a lot. And so I think they're going to have to utilize Connor to establish that rushing attack and, and possibly open up some, some play action for Murray. That's how I see this happening. So I like over 66 and a half rushing yards for James Connor. Um, I'm trying to think what else offensively. Uh, Rondell Moore has been uh, ruled out for Arizona. So what does that mean? Of course, we know they've got Hopkins, um, Marquise Brown. Hopefully he gets back into action. Everything I'm reading is that that's, that's, a, that's likely that it's going to happen. So if that happens, Greg Dortch then plays a lot of out of the slot, okay? And this is, this, is, this is a dude, I want a nice chunk of change earlier on in the season when Moore was, was, was not playing because, uh, because he was injured, because he, I, I, I don't recall if maybe he was on IR, he was out for the first six weeks or something. But nonetheless, with Moore out because of a groin injury, Greg Dortch now gets in that slot position. And for the Arizona Cardinals, in the type of offense that Kingsbury runs, the slot wide receiver is the second most targeted player on this roster and third in receptions. So the over-under in regard to receiving yards and receptions for Greg Dortch has not hit yet. But keep an eye on it as we get closer to Sunday. And and log on to those prop bets and and look and see if they're out there because uh, I'll tell you what, um, that might be one. That might be my favorite bet in this matchup. If, of course, uh, once it's confirmed that Rondell Moore is out, which everything I'm reading says that he is, I think Greg Dorch can have a solid day. Especially if you do play DFS, if you play fantasy football, you play DFS, and whether it's DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever the case may be, um, Greg Dorch could be a, a really nice start for you. Uh, in regard to Arizona, total picture here. In regard to their defense, they struggle against the pass. They're 31st in points per game allowed. And teams are averaging 360 yards per game against them. Uh, so Justin Herbert should have an absolute field day. He should shred them up. So I like over 281 and a half passing yards for Justin Herbert. And you can get that at minus 115. What does that mean? You're laying $115 down to win $100. Um, I, so, so that's another prop bet. So three prop bets I've just given you in this matchup. Uh, James Conner over rushing yards, Justin Herbert over passing yards, Greg Dortch over, rece- over receptions and over receiving yards because I think he's going to be a big part of that Arizona Cardinals offense coming out of the slot. Um, this uh, line was at three. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tyler. Real quick. So Mike Williams has been ruled out 
for San yes. Diego. You think that's going to impact Herbert's game at all? No, I, I, listen, I, there's, you, you've got Keenan Allen. Everett apparently is going to play. Palmer's been unbelievable. True. You know, there, there's Eckler's is utilized in the passing game. So uh, there's a plethora of weapons for him to work with. It's a shame. It's, it's really sad. I, I mean, I was expecting, you know, it was exciting last week when both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen came back. And then immediately he re-injured that ankle. And so, um, you know, I, I feel bad for Mike Williams. Yeah. feel bad for my fantasy teams, those that <laughs> do have Mike Williams on them. But nonetheless, it's a great question, Tyler, and I appreciate it. Um, I just, I, there, there's just, there's, there's a lot of weapons for, for, uh, for Herbert to work with. And, and again, like I said, the Arizona Cardinals uh, passing defense is just so god-awful that, um, that I, I do believe that he's going to do quite well. So I do like that. Uh, this line now, now this is really interesting, Tyler. The line, the Chargers were favored by three. The over-under was at 48, and still is at 48, but the line now has dropped to two and a half. So um, I, jump on it now. Uh, you know, we'll go back up to three at kickoff, possibly. Does it go up to three and a half? I don't think so because it's dropped. Um, you know, and is it, is it the amount of tickets coming in uh, on the Arizona side? Is it sharp money coming in on the Arizona side? I, I just, with Murray not being 100%, I just, and, and, and really that's, he, he is the elixir. He is what makes that offense work in regard to his, his scrambling ability and really keeping defenses on their toes. A lot of times defenses have to have like a, a guy that they designate as a shadow uh, for Murray because he's that elusive and, and, and that potent in that offense. And when you don't have to do that, it changes things immensely. So, um, so I'm on the Chargers side. I'll, I'll lay the two and a half. I think the Chargers win convincingly. And also, I do like the over in this matchup, over 48 and a half. I do have, a, before we take a break, I do have a really great nugget here. The officiating crew is Ron Torbert, okay, um, for, for the Chargers and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Arizona has the second most penalties in the NFL, and they have the third most false start penalties in the NFL. And oh, by the way, 65% of those penalties are at home. Ron Torbert and his crew, 66% of the calls that they make in a game are false start penalties. And they're against the home team. So, and, oh, by the way, huge shout out to Coach Daly, of course, who we heard coming in to this segment. The Chargers, um, only, uh, they're one of the least penalized teams in the NFL. And by the way, only 37% of their penalties are away. So that's great. So anyway, I, I share this all with you to say, that Ron Torbert and his crew since 2016, um, home dogs, NFL worst, 11 and 27 against the spread, only 29%. So, um, so another reason why I, I really like the Chargers here uh, on Sunday. So again, my plays, Chargers minus two and a half. Get it right now before it jumps up. I like the over at 48. I also play the team total over for the Chargers. Um, Connors, James Connor over rushing yards, Herbert over passing yards, and Greg Dortch coming out of the slot over receptions and over receiving yards as well. Let, let's just, we've got a few more minutes left in this segment. So let's stick to some of the games of the teams that are in their division. Of course, the Denver Broncos favored by one against Carolina, Carolina making the switch. Now Sam Darnold making his, uh, his season debut for this four. He's four and seven as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. As we know, this Denver Broncos defense is so good. Uh, they're third in yards allowed per game, um, as well as points per game. They're only allowing teams to score 17 points a game. And Russell Wilson be, will be going up against the Carolina Panthers defense, ranked 22nd in the NFL. So 
I do like I, I do like Denver here. I do Denver. I do think think that Denver uh, wins, and uh, and uh, so I'm not scared laying laying the one. And the other game is Seattle going up against the Raiders. Man, is, is what team's worse? Like like what team has had the most dis- a more disappointing season? The Raiders or the Rams? Tyler, I, I mean seriously. I, I still have to say the Rams. Only well, because, because only because, because the Raiders up. the Raiders could only go up, right? Yeah. The Raiders yeah, have been because, bad for how long? Yep. And and of course, as you you know, as we know, the Rams coming off of a Super Bowl. But I really like I really like Seattle here. They're favored by three. They're coming off of a bye. They're top ten in offense in run and pass. Top fifteen defense. And the Raiders' defense has just been god awful. And so uh, I, I really like Seattle in, in, in this matchup. Finally. So Seattle minus three. I like Denver minus one. And of course, uh, the Chargers minus two and a half. And I also I like the over in that at 48. I'm Anita Marks. This is Bet LA here on, uh, on 710 ESPN LA. Hang tight. Jordan Rodriguez is going to join us. We'll be a dupe. We're going to be a dupe. We're going to be doing a deep dive. There you go. Get it out, Anita, uh, in this Rams matchup. Uh, coming your way on Sunday. Stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Uh, 710 ESPN LA. This is Ben LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. It's time to do a deep dive into this Rams-Kansas City game. Jordan Rodriguez joins us, does a phenomenal job covering the Rams for ESPN. So, Jordan, first things first, um, happy belated Thanksgiving to you. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you. I call this National Stretchy Pants Day, and I certainly celebrate it. <laughs> Oh, touche. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, let, I don't know. I don't know how thankful the Rams are. Uh, we have to find out. Let's dive into what's going on at the quarterback position. As we know, no Matthew Stafford. I know um, Sean McVay came out and said, we will see who's starting Wolford dealing with a neck injury. But let's just assume. I know what happens when we assume. We try not to. But let's just, uh, just for poops and giggles, uh, Bryce Perkins starts. You know, what? what I mean, do you feel like, you know, there could be some kind of like fun little boost considering his athleticism and what he could bring in regard to uh, more of a scrambling quarterback for this offense. Yeah, I think it's it's a couple of things because um, the team also really likes him. I, the, the guys really like playing for him and playing with him. Um, he's very calm. He's very collected. And when things break down and when the, they go out of structure a little bit, he's historically been able to really make some plays with his athleticism and just the way that he navigates space on the field, especially when he is, you know, scrambling or keeping the ball. And you saw the Rams start out a couple weeks ago when Matthew Stafford missed the game while in the concussion protocol in week 10. You saw them mix up a little change of pace packages, specifically designing runs and um, having a couple of early down designed runs and even in the red zone. With Bryce Perkins, even though John Walford got the start that game, and I thought that was a really interesting sort of foreshadowing of what they need to do, I think, to be successful with him. Obviously, this is the Sean McVay offense; it always has been, and he's never had a quarterback who can run a lot of this read option stuff or um, some of these, you know, design uh, zone reads, things like that. Um, they've always operated within the structure and timing of this specific, the rules of this offense. 
But I think when you marry what Bryce does really well with that structure, I think you can have some really interesting things happen. I would not be surprised if Sean McVay went back into the RG3 playbook a little bit from, like, years and years and years ago to try to think of different things to do with Bryce because if you're only limiting to the structure of what the passing attack is, you're not fully um, accentuating all of his ability. I think that's an interesting problem for them, a good problem for them to solve this week. Um, and, and that's right. I, I totally forgot, right? You know, Sean McVay was uh, part of Gruden's crew in Washington, right? When they had um, when they had RG3, right? Is, is, is that I, I yes, want to say? And, and, and absolutely. And, and the thing that's really interesting, Anita, and it's like, you know, time is a flat circle, right? Because Jay Gruden is now consulting for this Rams team. So... You're, you're looking at, like, you know, now now you're like, okay, dust off the old Washington playbook from that year when they really unrolled the Mike Shanahan offense and, and, and packaged it around what Robert Griffin III could do. And obviously you're not looking at a wholesale change midseason like this in terms of a total schematic shift, but they've definitely got the history and they've got the people and they've got a quarterback who not only can do a lot of different things, but – Bryce Perkins is a really, really smart kid, and he really loves this game, and he has put in a lot of work behind the scenes um, with the Rams coaches over the last three years after coming in as an undrafted free agent. And so for me, I'm like, if you're going to commit, especially, and I know we'll get to this, especially if you're thinking about possibly shutting Stafford down for the year, you're really going to commit to Bryce Perkins, I think do it. Go all in. Really commit to see what you can do with this guy. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you have to lose at this point, right? I, I mean, let's let's be honest, right? Like, what do you? Uh, uh, this is probably the biggest fall from grace of any Super Bowl winning team uh, to, to to the following year. What what do you have to lose at this point? Yeah. Like, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see, right? Like, I, like I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, so let's before we do move over to the defense and, and of course, want to get your thoughts on, on how the Rams tr- are going to try to slow down Patrick Mahomes in this Kansas City offense. Um, you know, no Cooper Cup. We saw Allen Robinson, five targets, four for 47 and, of course, scored a touchdown. Um, you know, weapons wise, um, you know, what what are, what are you what are you expecting here? What is he going to be working with? Of course, we know Henderson was cut, which I'm curious to get your thoughts on on why that happened. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a shift you could see happening in practice when Kyron Williams was drafted. The Rams traded up to get him, and with their history at running back, it was pretty surprising at the time that they traded up for a running back in the draft um, this last spring. And what I kept hearing was just how excited they were about Kyron Williams. And to get him in tandem with Cam Akers, and eventually he would take over the the quote-unquote Daryl Henderson role. And I think, you know, Kyron was hurt through the first part of the season, And I think now you started really seeing in practice just how excited coaches were about what he could do, not just as a runner, uh, but in pass protection and really um, has a knack for the game, a a mind for the game, and really balances out Cam very well. Uh, Personally and professionally, they just complement each other very well. And I think that um, you you started seeing that in practice, and then you started seeing in those sessions, Daryl sort of moving into that RB3 role. You certainly saw that on Sunday, although that was the first time really the public had seen it. 
And so at that point, you know, if you're a third running back on this particular roster and they definitely are needing to get more guys, young guys playing to see what they have, because, again, like you said, what is there to lose? Um, and you know you're not going to resign Daryl after this season. Um, your running back, your third running back has to play special teams, and Daryl does not do that. And it's not a knock on him. It's just historically he hasn't been asked to. So you're kind of, you know, you're the odd man out at that point, and because the Rams weren't going to extend him and because they're not worried about the comp pick with him, um, at that point you, you kind of saw the writing on the wall. But an in-season cut is not like this team um, historically, but like you mentioned, uh, historically they have not had a season like this under Sean McVay. So I think you're going to see a lot of Kyron Williams, a lot of Cam Akers. You're going to see them mixing up the different types of things they do with their run game, similar to what you saw on Sunday. And you're also going to – I think you're going to see a lot of Allen Robinson. And, and I think you're going to see more Van Jefferson this week as well, but you're definitely going to see a lot of Allen Robinson because – He's like just that really good presence for a quarterback to have. He's a big target with a huge catch radius, and he can work the middle of the field if the Rams choose to to move him a little bit more into the slot, which you saw them do that with the touchdown catch that he had, and it just was was sort of a a seamless uh, operation in that regard. And they've been working to fill Cooper Cup's uh, wide-ranging, you know, roles and responsibilities, and one of those things is – giving the quarterback a player who they just feel comfortable with and ease with a rhythm with and somebody who's a very friendly target. So I do think you're going to see um, some, some increased usage from Allen Robinson as the, as the week's progress. And certainly if Bryce Perkins is at quarterback. Love it. Uh, Jordan Rodriguez joining us here on 710 ESPN LA, of course, giving us uh, a deep dive into um, what's uh, what's happening to the Rams is they're getting ready to take on Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, who's been otherworldly this season. Uh, this is a Kansas City team. They're averaging 30 points a game. Um, uh, they're averaging 40-plus yards per possession, number one in the NFL. They average three red zone possessions per game, most in the NFL. How is this defense? You can't stop them, but how is this defense going to try to slow down this Kansas City offense? Ashawn Robinson is is one of their best run defenders. The Ram has the Rams have been um, really really solid against the run. They're fifth in run DVOA on defense, and so that's something where you a lot of what teams have done is they've they've played them by picking away at some of the underneath stuff in that zone shell that they play, and taking the tiny amounts of yards bit by bit by bit. It requires a lot of discipline and a lot of patience from the quarterback. And I think what the Chiefs are going to do is they're going to look at how Josh Allen and the Bills played this team at the opener, and they're going to try to do a lot of things similarly in that discipline and that patience. Where the Rams have been pretty good this year, um, and the way their defense is built, it really, it, it, and its overall ethos, is to stop the explosive pass plays. That's going to be a huge challenge um, for, for them with Kansas City because Kansas City is – has 55 plays of 50 uh, excuse me 55 plays of 20 plus yards which is the, the highest in the league and obviously defines a pass explosive and over the last two weeks this Rams defense has given up those pass explosives at key and crucial times including you know a fourth and three that killed them uh, third and ten was a touchdown that killed them against New Orleans so it's going to be a really huge game um, in terms of staying disciplined, staying patient, and not maybe deviating too far away from that ethos of capping the explosives because ahead of those breakdowns, they were one, among the best in the league, league at capping the pass explosives, but that also meant 
quarterbacks are really only playing him in one way. And so you're, you're going to make, make Patrick Mahomes be disciplined. You're going to make him take the underneath stuff. You're going to mix up a lot of the ways you're rotating your, your coverages out of that inside, in and out of that too high shell that they like to deploy. And you're going to just try to make the picture as muddy for him as possible. It is so hard stopping this guy. He is absolutely the front runner for the MVP, as he should be. And he's got a lot of different players that, um, you know, not only is he – is Kelsey having just like an insane year, but also his other players, Juju Smith-Schuster is supposed to be back this week, guys that they just have to be aware of and be careful of. And so I think if they can stop the run at the level that they've been doing so, which, you know, this defense, you never know after the last couple of weeks, but if they can do that, then you really just want to muddy up the picture for Patrick Mahomes as much as possible in some of the coverage concepts that you're working. And historically, this Rams team has been really good at that. But this defense works best when the offense is scoring points on the other side because they can be more aggressive with what they do. And so, you know, now you're seeing why they've been so discombobulated all season. Um, It's going to be such an effort for them to even slow down this Chiefs attack. And I think they might look at some of the things that Brandon Staley and the Chargers had done against the Chiefs historically because, you know, you got a lot of the same language in that defense and a lot of the same personnel groupings that they use. And so I think they're going to try to um, basically throw the kitchen sink at these guys, and they have to. Great stuff. Great breakdown, Jordan. Uh, always great having you on. So uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us, especially on this holiday, holiday weekend. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. You got it. Jordan Rodriguez joining us. Uh, great insight. We get back. I'll give you my picks and my plays in this Rams-Kansas City matchup next here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Um, there, there's, a, there's been some adverse moments. You know, that's what coaching is. Um, I don't know that I've ever experienced quite anything. Well, I, you know, I know I've never quite experienced anything like, you know, the amount of moving parts specific to one position and, and one side of the ball like what's been seen. But, um, you know, can't do anything about that kind of stuff. But, you know, you don't worry about as much as that as having the right process. And, and let's just go play to the best of our ability and, and see what the heck happens. And, and that's kind of the approach that we take. You heard the man, um, as Tyler and I were talking about earlier in the show, right? Like, could it get could, could it get any worse for for this Rams team? I, I don't I don't think so. Um, and uh, and of course, great talking to Jordan and having some really great insight. And I love what she had to say, right? Like, and Tyler, I, I'd love for you to chime in here. But you know, is is there a buzz around LA right now with the fact that that Bryce Perkins could start? I mean, some type of you know B twelve shot. No. into this 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 pathetic season we've seen so far no there's no buzz I think a lot of <laughs> I think a lot of Rams fans have, have moved on yeah you know it's like Henderson gets released Stafford goes down cups out another another few weeks at the least if they don't hold him out for the remainder of the season there's not a whole lot to get excited about when it comes to watching these Rams play anymore you know the only thing you can really get excited about is seeing the banner when you go to SoFi no uh, which, by, which, by the way, I'm going to be out there, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be going to the Rams. <laughs> How sad is that? I'm going to be going to the Rams and in, in, in Raiders game. Go Raiders. <laughs> oh, 
but, but I'm excited. I have, I've never been to the stadium. I see it obviously on TV all the time. It's, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It's stunning. Yeah. I'm excited. We're going to be out there with Tiza energy nutrient pouches. So I welcome you to come out. Uh, we're going to, we're going to be at the, the casino post game for the post game show and nice. handy, handing out a ton of Tiza and uh, we're going to have an absolute blast. Yeah. You're going to love so, it. So, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited, uh, of course, to, to meet you and, and Rebecca in person as yeah. well. So, um, so we're going to have some fun there. But okay. um, all right, so, so let's, and, and again, just love what Jordan had to say in regard to Bryce Perkins. You might not be excited. Rams fans might not be excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I get excited about stuff like this. Well, I mean, right? we're, excited like, to see, we're, we're excited to see what he has to bring, right? Obviously, yeah. obviously, from a fan base perspective, from a team that we've been following so closely, we're excited to see the man get his shot, for sure. <clears throat> and, and also, in, in hearing what Jordan said, <clears throat> it's, it's really like, so, okay, so for example, everything that I'm hearing about Andy Dalton in, uh, in, in New Orleans and the big reason why they're sticking with Andy Dalton, of course, this week we heard Jameis Winston come out and say, uh, you know, you're not supposed to lose your job to injury. I'm really disappointed in this. You know what? The locker room loves Andy Dalton. A big reason why the, the New Orleans Saints have stuck with Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, okay? And, and to hear Jordan say, like, this, this locker room loves Bryce, and it doesn't mean that they dislike Jameis Winston. It doesn't mean that they dislike Matthew Stafford. But a lot of times, like, you know, when, when there's a quarterback in, in that locker room, it re, it, like, it re, it, and, and guys, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound, it's not like guys don't play hard for Matthew Stafford, but guys knowing that this is Bryce Perkins' big start, <clears throat> big opportunity, they're going to play harder. <clears throat> you know what I mean? They're going to play hard. They're going to, they're, they're going to, they're going to, I just think that, that this could be, Something and listen. I'm not sitting here saying the Rams are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, what I am saying is that it, at least this uh, this has the potential of of striking something um, a little bit more exciting to watch than what we've seen offensively uh, for for this Rams team. Yeah, and the, I thought players, I thought it was they need somebody to get behind. You know, and I think that I think that Bryce Perkins getting his shot gives them something to get behind after the season's kind of gone south for them. So yeah, I there couldn't you agree go. more. And I, I like what she said in regards to the fact that um, Gruden is helping. So so just, and I think I've shared this with you before. So Gruden used to be the head coach of a UFL team uh, that... Um, Jay Gruden, I say, right? Jay Gruden, yeah. yeah. He used to be the head coach of a... And I'm trying to think which one. I don't think it, it wasn't... Or, was it Orlando? It may have been Orlando. Anyway, Sean McVay was his tight ends coach. And, and I did the sideline reporting in that league with Cordell Stewart. And Dave Sims and uh, Doug Flutie did the color and the uh, the commentating. And Cordell and I were on the sideline. So I, I've known Sean McVay forever and a day. And and so I, I just I think that's it's great insight Jordan just shared with us that Gruden is 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 helping out with with the offensive game plan and possibly putting in um, some RG three plays that they ran. In Washington. So, again, I'm excited to see what Bryce Perkins can do. He sounds like a, a, a really good dude. And so uh, I'm going to be tuning in and obviously cheering for him. We'll see what he can do. So how am I playing this? Um, you know, I, I, here's the thing. 15 and a half, 16 points. That's a lot of points. It's just a lot of points. I know there's a Kansas City, Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs team. They average 30 points a game. They average 40 yards per possession, number one in the NFL. Uh, they get into the red zone on average three times, if not more, a game. Okay? A game. 
which is really, really fantastic. Uh, their offense is just uh, otherworldly. It's uh, prolific, and, and so has uh, Patrick Mahomes has been this season. So I just don't like the 15-and-a-half. If anything, I'm going to play the Rams, getting the 15-and-a-half, the six. And you know what? Maybe I use the Rams in a two-team six-point teaser. Okay, and I tease them up to 23. I mean, really, are the Rams, and as god-awful as their offense has been, their defense isn't, isn't, isn't horrible. I mean, obviously, it wasn't what it was last year, a big reason why offense, when an offense goes three and out, three and out, three and out, defenses get tired, they get worn down, fourth quarter, they're spent. There's not enough oxygen in the world, right? They're, they're, they're trying, you know, when, when the opposing team wins time of possession, it's rough sledding. Uh, for defense, that's for sure. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I just, I just think 15 and a half. I think 16 points is a lot. So, uh, so if I, I, I'm not going to play this. But if I was going to play this, and a lot of times, you know, I, fans like to play their team. I, I think this is, and and I know I'm on with Mason in Ireland each and every week, and and they and they make fun of me, and they say I'm always I'm always gambling. I'm always gambling against the LA teams. Um, well, I, I'm going to zig when they say I zag. And, and this is the week that I think it would be good to play the Rams getting the points. Um, so that's how, if, if I was to play this, that is what I would do. Also, I do like Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. And you could get that at plus money at plus 140. Uh, dude is averaging uh, two plus touchdowns, three touchdowns a game. Uh, Travis Kelsey, and then, of course, the news that uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is expected to be active. He's coming off of a concussion. He didn't play last week. He is going to play this week. And, uh, and, of course, he's got NVS, a slew of, uh, of targets as well. What, well. Also, what I find interesting is, um, is Clyde Edwards-Alaire now is injured. He's on the IR. So what happens now in, in regard to that backfield? Pacheco now becomes the main back. He had 15 carries for over 100 yards last week. His over-under rushing total right now is 62.5. I like the over in that. And McKinnon becomes more of the passing, the third and long, the passing back in this offense. And I like over 20.5 receiving yards for him at minus 115. So I like prop bets in this more than anything. So those would be the prop bets I'm playing. But um, but if, it, if I was to play this, I'd, I'd take the Rams and the points. So... I'm curious um, about Pacheco's uh, fantasy availability for people looking to fill those flex spots this week. Oh, if, if he's still available, I, I've already. I, I mean, if he's available on your waiver wire, go get him right now. What do you don't don't sit here and listen to this show. Run, don't walk. Go pick him up. I'm definitely going to be using him in DFS as well. So uh, so that's how I'm playing this Rams Kansas City matchup. Uh, quick break. We come back. We kick off hour two. Randy Robles. From the Elias Sports Bureau, that Elias Game Plan app is going to be joining us next with his Elias Insights. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.